There's two things I'm trying to hold together today. All Saints Sunday, Election Day. All Saints, that day we remember those who have witnessed the faith to us, who have lived and died and been raised again in the church triumphant. And Election Day on Tuesday. Not just the presidential races that will be decided, but so many other things on the ballot. So... <clears throat> How do we hold these two things together? Our God reigns. Our God reigns. This is the message. If you get nothing else today, take that to heart. So I've been reading some obituaries in the paper lately, and some of them have been very negative. They start out this way. In lieu of flowers, don't vote for... Really? I Read, read. Yes, I've read these. I have a more humorous one. This came from a reliable source. It was from my AARP magazine. Thank you. Thank you. Really. This is what some person put in their obituary. Faced with the prospect of voting for either Donald Trump or Hillary Clinton, Marianne Nolan of Richmond, Virginia, chose instead to pass into the eternal love of God <laughs> on Sunday, May the 15th, 2016, at the age of 68. Yes, true. Maybe the reason so many of us voted early, I did a little poll with you last week, and I've seen in the papers that about half of the people around us have voted early. Maybe the reason we voted early was just to get it over with. Can I get an amen? <laughs> so I, I was reading the article in the paper yesterday that said, People were sick and tired of this election cycle. 60% of the people, 6 out of 10 people said that three months ago. <laughs> what are we going to do in this church? We're going to have a prayer vigil starting right after this worship service. This place will be open until 7 o'clock tonight. Tomorrow from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. Tuesday from 7 a.m. to 7 p.m. There will be a scrolling devotional liturgy prayers up on the screen I think we're putting it on our website and at Facebook so that you can do this from your home. You don't have to come here. But what a great season to be in prayer. If only we could get over our grief so easily as having an election, just having it on one day and having it get behind us. I realize that uh, many of you are in grief today about that saint, about that person who has witnessed the faith to you. I had an email this past week that captured that grief, I think, especially well. This is from a member of our church, and she wrote this. Yes, the sadness is really ever-present. I am working on treating my grief like a house guest or an infant that needs nurturing. But the bummer is that the house guest is a downer, <laughs> and the infant cries all the time. It certainly is a process that takes much patience. Wherever you are in your grieving process, hear what the psalm said, that Psalm 145, that the Lord is good to all. God's compassion is over all that he has made. That word for compassion in Hebrew, the root word comes from the same root for womb. 
It's as if God's power is made known like the way a mother loves her child. And so we sing, our God reigns, our God reigns, even in our grief. Our grief is individual. There is no one right way to do this. Today, we remember. It's a very appropriate way. There are six persons that we will be naming here in just a moment when we have the prayer of the faithful departed. I make them known to you. I help you remember this day. Minnie Keller. I remember going to her house and she would have baked goods for me. <laughs> and not just for me, but to take back to the staff and be, be cookies or be a cake. And many times she would share with me her Bible study that she was doing individually in her home. And she loved going over to the ranch in East Texas, not just for the property over there, but because that were, that's where her family came from. And she had deep roots over there in East Texas. And there's Charlotte Scott. And many of you in the fellowship class remember Charlotte and her amusing weekly email, remember that newsletter that she called Charlotte's Web, <laughs> as she would weave another story for us. And then there's one who died much too soon, Jay Elder. And he used his cancer as an opportunity to witness to others, and he invited so many to join him here in worship. And they did. And there's Terry Newbert who played uh, the violin with maybe this choir, maybe even on this day and other years. She had such a joy about her, and it wasn't just a violin. Sometimes she played the fiddle, <laughs> and she would lead us in uh, country dancing and square dancing in our gym. And there's John Dunlap, who was such a wonderful teacher for the Preston Wyatt Sunday School class, a real scholar. And then just a week ago, Terry Gableson, I was right here in this same space, in this same dress that I'm wearing now. And Terry was such a, a fighter, his phrase was, never give up. And I talked about him, that he finished the race, and that he kept the faith. Whoever your saint is today, I ask that you remember them and give thanks. We have some candles here on this altar table and chimes around us, but as many as they are, I know that there are many more. For, for me, when I come to this table, it's always a crowded table on All Saints Sunday. Our God reigns. Our God reigns. I love what our creed says in life and death and life beyond death. God is with us. We are not alone. The psalm says, great is the Lord and greatly to be praised. God's greatness is unsearchable. Out of the 150 psalms that we have in our Bible, this is the only psalm that has is the superscription. That's, there's a little word right up there below below the number of the psalm, this is the only psalm that has the word praise. <laughs> praise. And right in the center of this psalm is the word kingdom four times. It's as if the psalmist is trying to say to us, all these other things may pass away, but God's kingdom 
remains secure. The psalmist says, your kingdom is an everlasting kingdom. Your domain endures throughout all generations. The glorious splendor of your kingdom, O Lord. It's odd that the psalmist would write this way because this psalm was written in the context when Israel no longer existed. The nation Israel had been divided into two parts. Israel had been split and over the generations had been taken into bondage in Babylon and then after hundreds of years had come back but the land was no longer the same. There was no king. There was no kingdom. And yet the psalmist here, they would remember, they would look back after this experience and say, God is king. God's kingdom endures no matter what. We would sing, Our God reigns. Our God reigns. What I'm trying to tell you is this, no matter who wins or loses in the election, our God reigns. Yeah. No matter where you are in your grief over those saints, our God reigns. I was reading my emails over the past couple of weeks. There's been a lot written about this. And there was a United Methodist pastor named Laura Stern, whose church on election day becomes a polling place. I think this church even used to be a polling place for this neighborhood. I know in my neighborhood, there's a Baptist church at the end of our street that's a polling place. Amazing how that happens, isn't it? That uh, we would like to keep these things separate, church and state, and yet here it comes all together. Laura writes about her church that on that day, ballots become bulletins. <laughs> Poll workers become ushers. I voted stickers become benedictions. And she reminds us that we follow the lamb, not the donkey or the elephant. Our God reigns. <laughs> There's another pastor, Edgar Moore, United Methodist, who's now retired. And he was going in to vote at his local church, a Presbyterian church in his neighborhood, and he was annoyed that there was the cross there. It made him deal with that as he was trying to pull those levers and make his vote. His mind was on Starbucks, just trying to get through this so he could go to Starbucks and get a coffee. And there was the table, and there was the baptismal font, and he couldn't get beyond that, that our God reigns. So that's the good news I have to share with you this day is that no matter where you are in your grief and no matter where you are around this election, shall we sing it? Our God reigns, our God reigns. Amen.